0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Geek Art Games Podcast. I am your host, Cody Tietrich, and I am alongside my friend, Sam Subak.
1: Cody, let me just point out that right before we started recording this, you said, "Here's how we're gonna do the intro. I'm gonna say oh, my shit, name. I'm gonna say your name, and I'm gonna say how you doing. And that's how you're gonna know that it's your ah, turn to
0: crap, talk." I forgot. And then as okay, soon as we um, started, you restart. You just,
1: no, restart. no, no. This is staying in. This is staying in. Uh, this is how it happens. We try to get organized, and it just immediately goes I just to shit.
0: So I just completely forgot. That's my bad. Okay. <laughs> How's it going, Sam?
1: Oh, it's great. How are you, Cody? <laughs> I'm
0: good. It's been a long week. I'm uh I'm excited we're getting to the end of it. So Yeah. All right. So we got some housekeeping to talk about. So, Friday after this airs, it's the final episode of season 3 of Two Guardians. Yeah. And then we start our new project, which I don't think we've talked about yet on I air so. i
1: never remember what we've said and what i never haven't. remember
0: either um but we'll uh we'll announce that next week because it'll be leading up to it so yeah. we'll be looking forward to that
1: let me just uh, also throw out there for anyone who's watching the video a good on us because the video is working this time double checked it time. yes uh b Don't know how it happened. We didn't do anything different. But Cody's on the left today for the first time ever. So that's exciting. Discord decided to mix things up. We like it. It's cool.
0: Yeah. Um, And one other thing of housekeeping is my friend Laz and his cousin Kenny uh, started a podcast a couple weeks ago called My Cousin Sucks at Video Games. (laughs) Now there's some benefits to this podcast because A... They drink a lot, so they get a little rambunctious and say some things. Uh, but also, they talk about fighting games a lot. Like they're both big fighting game I people, know. so you get some stuff you we don't really talk about here. Like
1: we don't cover so, that. Yeah.
0: So yeah, uh, I'd appreciate if you guys go give a listen to uh, my friend Laz and Kenny's podcast. They've been doing a good job. They've been going for they have seven episodes so wow. far. So good for, good, for them. They're
1: motoring right along.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So you said that they drink on their podcast. Is that? I mean. Why don't we ever drink on our podcast? Because, I mean, I, I can be a lot of fun when I start drinking. You know I mean, this. You can Kirk. drink.
0: I, I don't I don't drink a lot. You know this. So I don't drink a lot um...
1: either. That's why it doesn't take much. <laughs> yeah,
0: That's why it doesn't happen here. If you would like a drinking episode, let us know, though. We can make some kind of arrangement, I'm sure.
1: I've told um... you. I want to get Megs on this show, and I want her and I to be drinking and you to not be drinking, and you just have to deal with
0: us. That is that is a nightmare. Do not no. Do not do that to me. First of all,
1: well, I don't think the timing would work because, like you know, Australia. So, like one of us so would be like, like really yeah, like early in, the, in morning. the morning.
0: People would probably be really concerned <laughs> that she's morning drinking. Yes. All right. Speaking of games that we, we don't play a of lot games? of, <laughs> speaking of games we don't play a lot of, like fighting games, I bring a surprise to the table this week to talk about a game. That I've never played before. I played NHL 18. A sports game. This is the first sports game on our podcast.
1: Can I make a guess as to why you played this? Go for it. Because your girlfriend, Rachel, loves hockey and she wanted to play it with you?
0: Yes. For the most part. It was... So her brother... My brother-in-law, who I've been playing Arc with, uh, owns the game, and I came. Over, I went over to her house, and himself, her sister, were playing, and I joined in. So we did like a three-person thing, and I sucked at first, and then I started hitting some shots, and I really started to like this game. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. A little technical hiccup there, but, uh, but now we're back. Uh, so yeah. NHL 18. Uh, so I started playing, and I'm, like, really starting to hit these shots. Like, I'm doing the whole thing where they go around the goal, and they yeah. swoop it in real fast. Like, I think I don't really know what it's called. I don't know sports. Uh, you don't watch a lot of hockey fun. in
1: real life?
0: I watch a little bit. Like, I'm a novice. Like, okay. I just started watching it with Rachel. Okay. Um, my, my hockey knowledge is limited to, A, the Mighty Ducks, and when I watch... The kids play street hockey on rocket power that was a tv show when i was a kid I don't know what um, that is, that's fine okay but yeah oh and um miracle because one of my favorite movies of all time like how can, it's classic uh have you never seen miracle never heard of it it's where the u.s it's the movie about how the u.s hockey team beat the russians and the russians were like undefeated it's like one of the founding reasons our country came together
1: it's possible. I've heard of it. I definitely have not okay. seen it. Um, it's great.
0: Kurt Kurt Russell's in it. Kind of an asshole, but awesome. Okay.
1: Was he? Was this in okay. his young, hot years?
0: Um, it was when he was transitioning to his older years. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like killing it. Like we're passing it. Like I'm <laughs> hitting all these shots, and I'm like, man, this is really easy. And, like. I look in the game that we won, like, five to one. I was like, dude, we just killed it. And I realized they had turned the difficulty down from semi-pro to easy. And I was like, <laughs> that would be why. But um, anyways. There's nothing wrong with I playing fun on with easy. There's not. Um, I think I'm actually going to end up picking up the game. Mainly because that's Rachel and I can play together. Uh, but also because cool. I actually had a lot of fun. And so...
1: Is, this, so is it like you guys, all three of you, were you playing on a team together? Yeah. Okay. How many people yeah. can you have on a team together? I think four. Okay.
0: Because like I had if we had a fourth controller. There just wasn't a fourth account on the one PlayStation we were using. So we'd have to do a guest thing. And my controller was already dead. Because I have a controller I'd never plug in. Like, it's always just dead. Yeah. So, but yeah. So it was a lot of fun. So wait, fun. was there a fourth um,
1: person there who could have played, who didn't get to play because you guys were too lazy to, to charge up that controller? Is that what you're saying?
0: no at the time my girlfriend bakes cookies if you would like to follow them on instagram it's at sestra sweets that's s-e-s-t-r-a it's croatian for sisters um because they're croatian okay um they're just learning all kinds of facts about my girlfriend this this episode apparently um they're baking cookies because you know they do that on the side um so it wasn't that big of a deal but yeah
1: i mean. Did, I mean, did did you ask? Did someone's feelings get hurt, and yeah, you just yeah. don't
0: know? No, no, no. We asked, um, okay. and they were like, "No, it's fine." Okay. <laughs> but anyways, okay, Sam, yeah, I want to hear all about the crew two beta because I remember a young Sam. I say this because it happened like six months ago. Who played a crew demo, and hated it hate with it a so much. fiery passion. So tell me about it.
1: I got so angry playing the crew um, because let me tell you what happened in the crew. Uh, it's like a linear story-based thing, and you have to do races to progress. And I got to this one race, and I just couldn't get past it, and, like, no matter what mm-hmm. I did. And so like I couldn't play the game anymore because I like, couldn't get past oh. this one thing. So I got real pissed off, okay, so angry. Um, but, you know, I like free things, so I'm like, hey, it It's a free beta for The Crew 2. Let's try it. Why not? How bad can it be? Um, So the exciting thing about The Crew 2 is, I mean, it's a racing game, but it seems completely Mm -hmm. different from the first crew. Because like I said, the first crew was a story-based thing. You were this criminal who got arrested, and then you had to go undercover and help the cops. It was like this real intense story. So The Crew 2 it's a reality show with like extreme sports. And so you are like, you know, racing to get followers and fans. And so like you're earning money, but you're also earning followers. And like as your popularity rank increases, like that's how new stuff is unlocked. Um, So it's kind of just like a fun frisky, like no serious story to it. But then also, yes, go ahead.
0: you use the word frisky a lot? What do you mean when you say frisky? um you always say fun and frisky and i feel like i i'm not the only person who's like what does she mean by that so real fast give me a
1: well i mean i guess theoretically i would say frisky also implies fun but i normally say both fun and frisky at the same time so it's a little redundant so i'll go with playful
0: no you can continue saying fun and frisky i just you've always said it and i was always curious
1: no i feel like fun and playful encapsulates friskiness um, like okay. when Aloy gets frisky and she's just running around the house, having a good time, jumping on stuff, you know, like it's just yeah. frisky. It's like a good time, whatever, like a frisky okay. cat. Um,
0: Continue. Sorry for just yeah. derailing you. It's
1: all good. It's all good. So <laughs> the way the game, the beta starts out is like you're on an audition for the reality show and you start with this car race and then it just kind of has this transition where it just kind of turns and all of a sudden you're in a boat and you're racing the boat for a while. And then there's like another turn and all of a sudden you're in the air flying a plane. So it's really cool. And then once you finish yeah. that race, they're like, yeah, you seem cool. Let's let's see if you can like be part of the show. Um, and it unlocks different disciplines. And so you'll have cars, boats and airplanes that you can, you know, choose to focus on. Um and so, like, when you pick one, you have to do, like, a few training missions, and then, like, other stuff will unlock on the map. Um, but, like, stuff unlocks, like, like there will be ten things that unlock all at once. Um, and then if you're having trouble with some of that, you can just, like, be like, well, I want to go try this other discipline. Like, I want to do the freestyle airplane stuff. And so then I go do that for a while. And that one is mostly just, like, doing tricks, and it's not really about mm-hmm. racing somebody else. It's just, like, doing... Uh, aerobatics, I guess they call it. Um, And so there's a lot of stuff that just opens up on the map that you can just go to and do stuff. So it's not linear. So if there's like one event that you're having problems with and you just can't get past it, it's okay. You go find something else to do because there's a lot of other stuff open on the map to do. Um, I'm sure eventually you would have issues and like you would, you know, have stuff that you had to complete enough things to keep unlocking stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that's open just from the get go. And then, you know, you can go back and replay some of the stuff that you did before just to keep getting your follower count up. Like, you Mm -hmm. have to get to, like, I think you start out as rookie and then you have to get to popular before this other group of maps unlock. So, like, you just keep getting your follower count up until you get there. Um, But it's a lot of fun. I mean, the, the car racing is just, you know, your typical typical car racing but it's really cool that they have the boats and the airplane the airplane was my favorite which usually i'm not good at flying but uh it seemed like they made the controlling like pretty easy like it was pretty easy to control this plane and to do most of the tricks i had problems doing like the 360 loop Um, because like some I had trouble like leveling myself out correctly at the start and finish of it but everything else was pretty easy and it was it's a lot of fun to do that um I thought I would like the big boat racing but like it does this real stupid thing like this I did get angry sometimes in this beta um (laughs) it does this thing where like you know, you have your boost that you use for like all vehicles, but then this motorboat has this thing called the trim and you have to like push in the left stick to get your trim activated to make you go faster. Because if you don't have that activated, you're kind of just like puttering around at like 60 miles an hour when you should be like over a hundred miles an hour. But it's like real fickle, I guess. Like i would push it and I wouldn't know if it was activated or not. <clears throat> and then if like, if you hit a wave the wrong way or something, it's like it would turn off and you'd have to try to turn yeah. it back on. And there was just like no indication ever if, if it was on or not, it would just be like, Oh, I can't get over 60 miles an hour. It must not be on. So I, I had a lot of trouble with that and I couldn't get past it. Um, <clears throat> that sucks. But then they had this other boat racing. Cause that was kind of like the big motorboat. But then they had this more kind of like flat-bottomed boat like you'd have at the Everglades maybe. I mean, it didn't have a big fan on the back, but it was like a smaller one. And it was like more of a marshy area. And like you could like do little jumps and like skid over the ground a little bit for sections. And that was a lot faster and more fun. I was going to say frisky, but then I tried to stop myself. So, um... <clears throat> but anyway, it's it's very different from the crew. Um so i don't know if you liked the crew i don't know how you would like this but if you didn't like the crew then give this one a shot because you might really like it so yeah
0: that's really cool uh i'm glad you semi-liked it um that's fun yeah i remember the first game being all about like when i like heard about it it was just like oh drive across the country and like it's like re- in real time, like it's gonna take you a while to drive across country. And I was like, okay, that's cool, I guess. Um, but anytime I saw stuff for this game, it was like, Oh, you can go from being in a car into the water, into the air, whatever you want. Extreme
1: Oh yeah. I think like, that's uh, like the yeah. name of the show's like live extreme sports or something. It's like that where it's yeah, just spelled so... with the extreme. I don't know.
0: Super hipster. Hey man.
1: Um, it's what the kids want these days. It's fun.
0: Apparently. So yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, though. Um, so last week, I brought up a game. And I feel like I have conquered this game. Sam apparently tried this game and did not enjoy it. No. I've spent a lot of more time with Hollow Knight. And I didn't just kill one boss. I killed two.
1: Yeah, good job, So Cody. fuck
0: yeah. Well, first off, Sam, let me just get into this. What I thought was a boss was not the boss at all. It was just like an elite blocking my way. So I eventually like died to it twice, jumped over it, killed my ghost self and got my, I think they're called shells is the currency. Remember the mechanic and this is you kill your ghost self and get your shells. Um,
1: I don't recall that at all.
0: What did you ever die and go back to where you were?
1: you would think I died. I don't recall now. Cause like I was always constantly filling my life meter back up. I didn't play for very okay. long.
0: Okay. Uh, well, yeah, if you die, you leave behind your ghost self. And if you okay. go back in, find it, you can get the shells you had on you at the time. Um, so I went into the next room past this elite. And this is where the first boss was. I'm not going to spoil any of this. Cause it's like the very beginning of the game. Okay. It's a fun game. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and there were some times during this boss fight where I was like, "Fuck, I'm dead. I'm gonna die here," but I didn't. And I was like, "Hell yeah!" So I keep going, and I find the second boss, <laughs> and I wipe the floor with it because I finally got an ability. Like they gave you the first ability like right after you finish that first boss.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So much fun! Like,
1: What's the ability?
0: You can spend your meter, mm-hmm. um, like, a portion of it. Instead of heal, you can shoot out a ball of energy in front of you, and nice. it does a lot of damage. Okay. Um, And I found out there's a relic system where, like, you can equip relics, and each relic has a different, like... It costs two of these little points, and I think when you, like, upgrade, you get more points. So the relic I have was using two of my three points. So I could have found a second relic. They only used one point. Okay. Um, And that relic... <laughs> I think, would mark where I died. So if I died, I knew how to get back to where I was. Oh, which was really handy because okay. I got a map. So Yeah, those
1: taverns um, are a mess. Like
0: I'd... They're very hard to navigate through, yeah. so I was very happy about that. Um, and then I opened up... Because after you go, in, uh, go underground for a little bit, the shop opens up and the shop sells a couple things. But then there's a corner of the underground where you find a guy, you can rescue him. And he opens up another shop up top and i went up there and got a bunch of stuff from him that made it really easy um yeah i'm really liking that game like it's i recognize it's a very hard game yeah and it's gonna take me a very long time to get through but i'm having fun doing it and like i think that has been like my thing this year is that these hard games that i keep going back to and eventually i get i get past them so who knows maybe i'll try a dark souls game one these days, no, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying a Dark Souls Whoa. game. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> I have thought about picking up Dark Souls Remastered when it comes to Switch, just because I was like, yeah, it's it's gonna be like forty bucks, and it's not bad. Um, but yeah, I'm having a blast with the game. The music is so incredible. Like, there's a little subsection you can get into where like it's almost like you're underground when you're in the underground already. Okay. And the music, it's like really creepy and i was like oh i'm feeling this right now this is really awesome um and like the enemy types are so varied once you get further in like because at the start it's just like you know little bugs that are like squirming around and flying and then mm-hmm. like once you get lower more type enemy types are coming out so you really have to start playing smarter yeah and i really like that that's a lot of fun um but yeah like the second i beat that second boss i was like okay i get why this game's a lot of fun because it does <laughs> like these type of games where like it's hard but once you beat that boss you feel so rewarded like i was like this is a, this is so much fun so yeah but sam you tried hollow knight yeah. because our video was messed up last week so you were like oh i could fill some stuff in with gameplay yeah so tell me about your experience with hollow knight
1: Um, so, I got it on PC, obviously, so it would be easy for me to just grab some video for it, um, which, I don't know if this is still going on, but right now, the Steam sale, it had it for, like, $10, so, that's the reason why you got video footage of it last episode, because if it had been expensive, I would not have bought it.
0: (laughs) It's only only $15 on the Switch, so it's, like, still $5. I don't,
1: I don't know if I would have bought it if it were $15, but $10, I could not (laughs) argue with, I was like, let's do it, um... So, I was playing on the PC with the Xbox One controller, and, like, I've told you before, like, I don't think I like the Xbox One controller, because I have problems with those joysticks. I feel like they're a little flimsy, like, they're not as, like, they just, I don't know, they're not as uh, easy to snappy. control, or something, I don't know. They're like the too
0: PlayStation fl- one feels a little more snappy, I'm reaching around, grabbing uh, controller. yeah, okay. <laughs> It the, feels sturdier.
1: The PlayStation. The 4.
0: PlayStation One snap back in place a little quicker. The Xbox One, it's very loose. I feel it's like it's loose. That's
1: what it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I have... mean, we
0: don't judge loose things around here. Okay, we are we are respectable to all types of people, like loose or firm. Okay. Okay.
1: okay. All right. Continue. Um, but anyway, so I have I have some problems just with that in general so as soon as i started hollow Knight, like there's just like simple platforming to start with at the very first time and like i had so much trouble just like navigating up the jumps just because i couldn't get this controller to right but maybe it was just me maybe it wasn't the controller that's entirely possible
0: there are times when i because on the switch the joysticks are kind of similar almost like they're like a halfway between xbox and playstation so there are times where i'm like shit i overjumped that and i land into like a spike pit and it it teleports me back for like five feet i'm like oh fuck um but no i definitely could feel that i understand like you really need to be snappy like if this game came to playstation yeah i think it'd play great because of how snappy and uh controls are um but i definitely see what you're saying with that
1: yeah so i had a lot of trouble with that um but I mean, it's a it's a beautiful looking game. I like oh, yeah. like being in there with it and playing. It's it's fun. Um, but like, you know, the the combat was okay. Like once you figure out like how these enemies attack you and like you know you got to dodge out of the way first and then try to hit this one rather than try to take it face on because it'll always get you. Um, so that was all right. I got to like a part down like with a mine with these purple gems and I met a little buddy down there and then I went up an elevator and did some stuff and it was okay it was fine it was just like you know nothing that's really gonna hook me in and make me want to keep playing it I was glad that you had told me the thing about the bench because at some point I was somewhere and I'm like oh I think I found a little I don't know if I'd been going in a circle and I just found the same place that I originally came down in but I went back up and I'm like oh here's the bench let me save real quick so that was helpful um but yeah it's it's neat but i don't have a desire to play it really
0: i think it's a uh, neat that like you just you got to the mine part like mm-hmm. i just got to the mines like i explored everything else and then got to the mine so it's kind of cool to me that like we yeah. found different we went different paths and but uh
1: yeah i had no idea where i was going so i was just like yeah. I, that's why i said well, i don't way, know if i was going in circles
0: <laughs> some point you just kind of got to explore you know like yeah. Find some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm having fun with that game, so I'm definitely going to keep going back to it. Hopefully by the end of the year, maybe I'll beat the game. Who knows?
1: How, do you know how long it is? Like how many bosses levels there are?
0: Oh no, I don't. I have not okay. looked at any of that because I want to stay like spoiler free because I am really enjoying this game. But Spoiler. Um, I've seen like...
1: There's 132.
0: Really? No.
1: I'd 132 it...
0: bosses? Oh, okay, I was up. like, really? <laughs> I Jesus. have no idea. <laughs> um, I have seen like... there's a dude i follow on youtube who did a walkthrough and he was on episode 25 last i looked i haven't looked since so who knows maybe 20 like 25 episodes worth seems like a lot but who knows depends on how good you are at the game i feel like i'm pretty mediocre at the moment so (laughs) Uh, but yeah speaking of the switch though sam yeah tell me about this west of loathing
1: um actually i played that on pc
0: Speaking of games you played on the PC stand... Oh, I'm just oh, okay, you. played on Switch. Okay.
1: No, yeah. Um, actually, I think it is on sale on Switch. I mean, on PC. But, like, my recommendation um, would be to play it on Switch. Actually, we're talking about West of Loathing. Um, which this is... Like, I saw it previously. It's this black and white hand-drawn, like, stick figure RPG set in the Old West and it's freaking hilarious um it looked funny from the get-go but I was like you know I don't know if I'm really gonna like stick with this and play it I don't know if it's worth it for me to get it um and then Brittany Brombacher was talking about it on What's Good Games and she was saying how funny it was and I was like all right I should just go look into this and like you know maybe I won't play it for very long but let's go see so I went to go see and it also was only like $10 on the Switch I was like well. (laughs) as you know i can't pass up 10 dollars that's a great deal so i was like fuck yeah i'm going to get this game um so i got it and it is it's really fun um just if you want kind of a it's very relaxing it's like, a choose-your-own-adventure text adventure a lot of the time. Um, Because, like, it is, you have a character and you walk around and you interact with things and you do combat. But, like, when you go and talk to a person, like, you'll just have, like, dialogue and it's telling you parts of the story. Like, if you're traveling to a different place, sometimes you'll run into an event and it'll just be, like, text that comes up and describes to you what's happening. Um, It's, uh... (laughs) It's got the best humor. It really does. Like... I was talking to this girl, and there's like something about these like ghost cows that are attacking people. And she was like, <laughs> I was like, I think I asked her something about, do you know like where they're coming from? What's happening? She's like, well, I've heard rumors. And then I said, a rumor? What is it? And she's like, it's like, unsubstantiated facts by an unreliable source (laughs) 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 so like that's the kind of humor that it has in it um and like one time i was walking around going somewhere and like sometimes it'll distract you in the midst of your travel and be like oh here's this thing over here do you want to go check it out and this time it was like you find a map to this cavern and it seems like it'll definitely be worth your time to go check this out. So I was like, all right, let's go check it out. So I go to the cavern and it's like these adventurers had been there and like every few feet they put up a plaque on the wall describing part of their adventure. It's like you read a little bit of the plaque and then you walk a few feet and then you read the next plaque and then you keep doing this. And it lasts like five minutes going through reading these plaques. And at the end of it, it's just like, yep. And that's the end of the story. And there's like nothing else in this cavern. And it was a gigantic waste of time. it oh, was God. a funny story. So it's like, you know, but it just messes with you like that. Um, And it's just, like, anytime you try to make a decision about something, like, it'll kind of fuck with you and be like, are you sure you want to do that? Is that really what you want to do? Um, Because, like, I would be, like, I snuck into this bandit camp and was gonna just, like, I just wanted to kill people and get out of there because I didn't want to do, like, a bunch of combat. So, like... There was one guy on guard and it was like, you can sneak up on him and kill him or you could like go and talk to him. And I'm like, I'm just going to sneak up and kill him because, you know, I don't want to have to deal with this. And it's like, are you sure you want to do that? That seems like really not very nice. I'm like, no, I'm going to go kill him. It's like, well, you know, really, he's just a kid. He's got his whole life ahead of him. Do you really want to do this? I'm like, no, I want to (laughs) go kill the kid. (laughs) So uh, it just messes with you like that. It's a yeah. I killed. I mean, he was like a teenager hanging out with bandits. It wasn't. Like, yeah, okay. He was like, Sam. like five. Um, Sam's kid killer. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like all the people are just like these stick figures. Like you unlock skills by reading different books, and usually it'll give you like a. The book will say, here are three different skills you could learn. Which one do you want? And you get to pick which one you're going to learn. Um, early on, I unlocked something called, I think it's called stupid walking. And so every time you walk, it just, like, makes you move in a different way. Like, sometimes you'll be, like, like pogo bouncing on your lantern. Or you'll be, like, walking on your hands. Or just, like, doing this really wide, funny, like, walk. So it just does all kinds of different things. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's... Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's RPG because you can level up different types of skills and stuff. Um, you gather different supplies. Like, I've got a shovel so then like I could dig stuff up and get little treasures. Um, it does a really nice thing where uh, if somebody mentions a location, it'll get marked on your map and you can immediately fast travel to it. So, like, there's nothing where you oh, have to, like, wander okay. around and go find stuff. It just, like, makes it really easy for you. Um and like one of my favorite things about this is on the Switch, it it can be completely touch screen, so you can just like do it all with with touching the screen and not having to use the controllers at all, which I love playing touch screen games on my Switch. So, and this one's just a lot of fun. I highly recommend it, just to to have something fun and frisky to play. You should get it.
0: So, fun and frisky. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I've wanted been after hearing uh, Brittany talk about it. I definitely wanted to try it out. Um, yeah. I'm really finding that the Switch is just really good for like indie titles, like because like I don't know, like for some reason I don't want to play indie games on my PlayStation, but like I'll mm-hmm. play them on the Switch, no problem. Yeah. And like I, I guess that's kind of what the Switch has become for me is like an indie machine with like the Nintendo. Like, I'm not gonna play third party like i'm not like oh you know what i really want to try is uh wolfenstein 2 on my switch yeah. like, that's not i yeah. want to try doom on my switch but i'm waiting for that to drop to like ten dollars before i get that yeah um so why don't you round it off with uh this elder scroll legends game you've been playing before we talk about our shared game
1: my god um so I was super excited when at E3 they announced Elder Scrolls Legends because it's a mobile uh card game. And mm-hmm. like I've I've constantly been saying that I love playing Slay the Spire on PC, but I just wish that it were on Switch or my phone so that I wouldn't have to play on my computer. Um so <laughs> this game, I mean it reminds me very much of Slay This Fire, I guess only because it is also a card game and it's very easy because I can just (laughs) drag the cards and I'm like, I'm using this one now. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a really well put together game. Uh, you've got a story that's going on and very elaborate characters with voice acting. Um, it's got more like still images rather than animation, but, uh, you know, it tells an intriguing story and then like, you'll go into a battle, um, cody i'm just gonna say again like this screen keeps freezing and it's i don't know what's happening yeah.
0: earlier you uh you completely froze for like five minutes and, and i was making a like, real
1: funny face probably
0: yeah you're like and i was like what is she doing but um i can still hear you so
1: okay okay um we're just continuing so it's it's got kind of i guess Probably what your typical mechanics are, you get a certain uh, amount of, like, magic power that each card you play costs an amount of magic power. And so, the interesting thing about this one is, like, on Slay the Spire, like, you would normally only have three power, and that's how much you had each turn. This one, in the first round, you have one power. The second round, you have two power, and it just increases like that. So, you can... If you once you get to higher rounds, you can start playing these higher level cards that are that are kick ass, um, and so you've got just like any of your cards will have an attack power and a defense power, and then you have like your character which has like a bigger pool of health, and like you're trying to whittle away uh, the big health, but like the cards you play are all like players that will either defend or attack, and hopefully take damage before your big person takes it. Um, and so it's, it's just a lot of fun. There are some times where you kind of get a shitty hand to start with. And like your first draw is like all like four five or six cards and you've only got your one yeah. magic. So you can't do anything for a couple of rounds. So then your opponent gets to start laying down cards and then they get free attacks on you. Um, but like, so I mean, I'm just playing against the computer right now in the story campaign. And so I've finished act one and I haven't lost a match yet, even though at various times it'll feel like I'm in a very bad position and I'm like, I'm in trouble. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, but eventually uh, it all works out. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. It's just like it it works very well on the phone um and it's just like like perfect for that and it's just a fun little like thing to do like when you want to kill some time I well I say that but then like the first night I just played it for like hours I'm like I should probably stop now I've been playing this for a really long time um but yeah I'm really enjoying it so I know Cody you did not uh... as much
0: I like playing card games. I like Slay the Spire a lot, but mm-hmm. I generally like to play card games against other people. Um yeah. I like that competitive aspect of it. Um, like, I played Yu-Gi-Oh so much as a kid, so, like, it's just kind of ingrained in me. Um, and I'm, maybe they've changed it, but when I first played, like, you had to play the campaign through and, like, unlock all these cards where you could hop into the player-versus-player player stuff. Yeah. And, like, that's fun to a point i'm sure but like i just wasn't into it really at the Mm. time i could give it a second try once it comes like switch because it is coming to consoles this year apparently right yeah and that's what they announced at e3 uh is that they're releasing on all the all the consoles uh which would be cool there's a lot of card games on the consoles, so but i'm sure you're having fun with it on mobile, so you'll probably yeah. continue playing there. Well,
1: I mean, if it, if it was free on Switch as well, I'd probably get it on Switch and play just a bigger screen. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't really have any desire to do, like, multiplayer on it, because, like, I feel like I'd really get my ass kicked there. Like, I feel like I do okay against AI, but, like, I don't know. And then, like, I've reached a point now where it's unlocked a bunch of different decks, and that's got me going, like, oh, jeez. Like, I, I just want one deck. I don't want to have to, like, understand what these different decks are and pick between them. I'm like, just give me one. It's too much. I don't have so, like too many options.
0: Same. what you're saying is you're a solo kind of deck person.
1: Apparently so.
0: Okay. Remember I do that.
1: like, after each battle, you get rewards for different stuff. And so you'll get different cards and, like... I think both Slay the Spire and uh, this Elder Scrolls Legends have kind of faked me out because, like, it'll pop up, like, three cards, and I'll be, like, studying them very intently, and I'm like, I've got to make the right choice for which one I want to pick, and it's, like, so intense because, like, they all look so good, I'm like, I can only get one, and be like, okay, I'm going to pick this one, and then it's, like, not working, it's like, oh, I get all three cards. (laughs) Like that's really cool. I like spent all this time agonizing on over like which one to get, and I'm like, wow, thank (laughs) you, I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right, well, I'm glad you're having fun with it. Um, I may give it another shot when it comes to Switch. You know, just card game on Switch seems kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. All right, and last but not least, we have our shared game of the week. Uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker came to Switch. The demo of it um so we both hopped in There's three levels you can play um i don't really know how to describe this game it's uh i so know how are... to describe
1: this game oh
0: go for it okay you got really aggressive
1: <laughs> it's just like a 3d mario game but with no jumping and it feels a little bit dumbed down i would say not necessarily in a bad way but like This would seems like it would be for younger players, like to break them into that world and get them like trained to be, you know, ready to go to a more advanced Mario game is what I interpreted it as.
0: I don't agree personally. Um, I feel like there (laughs) there are mechanics of this that could be confusing for a young mind. Um, I agree that like the art style, it's like a 3D Mario game. Um, the point is you're put on a map and you can rotate the camera and you want to use that to your advantage because you can see different ways mm. when you rotate the map. So, like, if you rotate the camera one way, uh, you can see underneath the map maybe, and you can see, oh, there's a diamond. I just need to figure out how to get down to that diamond. Because The point is you are collecting coins, but also you want to collect three diamonds before you get the final star of the level. Um. And so there's uh, always three crystals on or three diamonds crystals diamonds same thing um sam what did you think about this game
1: i i mean i wasn't a huge fan of it i was just like you know this is fine i don't i really didn't like that i couldn't jump just because i love jumping in games um and then I did like that you can just push the right shoulder button and it will incrementally turn the camera a little bit for you. So you don't really have to work on managing the joystick to manage the con- the camera. It just like automatically will turn for you, which made it easy for me. Um, the thing that really got me mad, Cody, on this game, do you remember in the second level Where you're playing along, you're using your controls, you're doing stuff, and then you get to those things that you have to raise and lower. And Mm -hmm. what do you do to raise and lower them, Cody? Cody?
0: Touch, touch, touch you
1: touch screen. the fucking screen don't you you have to take your fingers off the controls and touch the screen and that made me so angry cody i can't even tell you how angry that made me i was like how dare you make me do what? this
0: Timeout. Timeout. miss i really enjoy when touch screen uh-huh. stuff is on my switch I, like what are you i enjoy about? playing
1: games where you play with the touch screen i do not enjoy switching back and forth between using controls and touching the screen. That is just distracting and not cool at all. I should never have to take my fingers off the controls. It's bullshit.
0: Alright, well you can write Nintendo a strongly worded letter about that. Anyways <laughs> I love this demo and I'm now gonna be buying Toad Treasure Tracker because I had a blast with this. <laughs> um I was completely fine with the touch screen stuff. Uh now like I like I was really like, I'm not interested. Toad Shredder Tracker, I the demo because <laughs> it seems interesting. And by that third level, man, I was like, "Fuck, I'm into this!" Like, when does this game come out? Um, the third level was kind of like a somewhat boss battle, yeah. kind of. Um, not really a battle. There's a giant dragon shooting fire at shoot you constantly, and you have to like maneuver yourself behind this like uh, these wood boards that like will block his fire because he shoots out like a wall of fire and if you're behind the boards it won't hit you um i i loved i love the mechanics like i was fine with not being able to jump because it's like there's no there's never a reason to jump like there's always ladders for you to climb and stuff and uh everything's within reach usually uh I was worried how the combat would be because the combat is pretty much you have to pick up turnips because you're toad and that's what he does apparently is pick up turnips and you huck them at stuff and i was really like i feel like i'm gonna be missing a lot there <laughs> seems to be some kind of like trajectory thing where like i could throw it next to the bird or the flying goomba was it birds or it flying goomba i have I
1: no remember. idea what they were
0: uh you throw it like next to them and like it would register so i was like yeah. whatever cool i'm fine with that um and I don't know, like, I just like the idea of, like, moving the camera to see where the different stuff is on the map. Yeah. Like, that there's layers to the map that, like, you have to, like, work your way around to find. I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, I can see why it'd be annoying to, like, have to be holding, you're holding your switch with two hands and you have to, like, maneuver your hand to do the touchscreen stuff. I can see how that's annoying. I do wonder if that's, like, a prominent thing in a lot of levels.
1: Um, also, I wondered how does that work if it's docked? Because I didn't try it docked with a pro controller, so I don't know how that
0: oh because I'm sure there's question. a different way to
1: obviously there has to be a different way to do it with
0: yeah docking. I'm yeah. sure it's just like there's maybe a cursor that you can i don't know bring over I don't know I didn't even think' to try that so um I don't know I really like this game I was I was and like it's only forty dollars like it's not a full price game so I was like cool and they apparently took out all the like Apparently in the Wii U version, there were some levels where, you just walk through and it showed smart. Well, they replaced those with Super Mario Odyssey uh, levels. So I was like, cool, like, and they're actual actual levels where you can like find crystals and stuff instead of just walking through. So you're getting more content in this one. So I was, I was pretty happy about it. So I was, I had a demo, and I remember you telling me the night before I played it how you didn't like it. I was like, Ooh, I can't wait to play this. <laughs> and I played it. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, bro. Like now we're going to have to fight about it. Cause I really like it. <laughs> well, um, I'm
1: glad that you enjoyed it. So
0: yeah, I'm excited to have a new game. I want to play.
1: Well, and I think just to be fair, I should state that like this type of game is not my type of game in general, <laughs> just like the cartoony 3d platformer type thing, even though you're not jumping in this one. Um, but just like that style, The Nintendo style, unfortunately, is not my general cup of tea. But that's fine. So. Okay. It's fine.
0: All right. So that's what we've been playing. So now we're going to move on into some news items. So first up, Summer Games Done Quick has just started this past week. And uh, we got to watch a couple uh, sessions of it. And we picked out some of our favorite games. We got to see Speedrun. Um. Sam and I both watched the Doom speedrun, and good lord, that was quick and crazy to see some stuff. Well, Uh,
1: yeah, I had no idea how this was going to work, I've, I mean, honestly, I've never watched a speedrun before, so um, I didn't understand, like, how these, like, 14, 15 hour games were going to get cut down to just, like, an hour, an hour and a half, whatever, but uh, turns out...
0: This was, like... 30 minutes like under 30 minutes I'm pretty yeah. sure
1: yeah this one was like doom is all about cheating the system and just like getting out of bounds and like going yeah. where you're not supposed to to like jump through to n- navigate the level without actually interacting with stuff inside the level um which is neat it was neat to see yeah. that um but I don't think I would ever want to play a game that way because that's no fun I like to be in the game and shoot things
0: um yeah um which probably so games done quick yeah. they have summer games done quick which is in the summer obviously and then games done quick is later later in the winter um and it always benefits a certain charity and this one is benefiting doctors without borders um and so what they do is games done quick is all about speed running vi- different video games so they bring in these professional speed runners which i never realized how many there were but there are tons of them apparently
1: yeah
0: um and these people like specialize in certain games so like the dude playing Doom was like part of the Doom speedrunning community. And he was like, Yeah, like, we found like glitches that cut down the time by like five seconds. And I'm like, Is that really that important? Apparently it is. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of like cool methods he was using. Like, uh, I've never played Doom. I'm like, like I said, waiting.
1: Oh my uh, God, Cody, we never... need to play Doom.
0: I I played like the original Dooms back I, on like I, the. Obviously, and I don't Super care NES and about all old that. games. Okay. No.
1: no, you need to find right, Doom. Right. I, if um, I had known I would have got you that for your birthday shit.
0: Uh, I probably would have liked it more. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh so there's a gun called the BFG, which you can kind of use to like launch yourself in the air if you shoot at the ground. So the person was pretty much utilizing that to shoot themselves well, up. I think he was and using
1: this Gaussian cannon something to do it. Oh, okay. Because it wasn't Sorry, the BFG. The he did something real cool with the BFG, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. So go ahead, talk about launching himself.
0: So he would launch himself up in the air and he would like mantle up and like get up into places and then he would glitch through the walls and then he could run through the level and get to the end without ever having to fight anything, without ever having to shoot anything. And so that's pretty much how he got through it pretty quickly. And the Um, thing is he made it
1: look super easy, but if you were on the edges of these polygons of the levels and like he had to be so precise to like not fall off of the level and do stuff as he was navigating through it so i mean he made it look super easy but it is like unbelievably difficult i would assume to actually navigate through that um but then the other thing that he did that i really appreciated because like some of the bosses on doom i had a lot of trouble with A lot of trouble but what he did is that's where he'd have the bfg and he would shoot it out and when like the ball of energy got close to the demon uh he would pull up the weapon wheel and that would kind of freeze the the gun bullet in place next to the enemy and it would just drain their health like it was a glitch that would do that so like he didn't even have to fight the enemies really he would just like drain them um and then one boss fight, he was fighting him, and he stunned the enemy, and then he ran and, like, jumped on his head, I think he used his his gun to, like, boost into the air, so he jumped on the demon's head, and then boosted over that, and, like, went over this gate, and just skipped the boss fight completely, like, he just left him there still alive, it was fantastic, so, like, I don't know if those type of glitches would work on console, but, like, if I ever play it again, I'm sure gonna try that, because that was fucking awesome, so...
0: Yeah, so that was really cool. That was the first game, like, I think we both kind of watched. Then, like, the next big one we wanted to hit on was your favorite game, or one of your favorite games of all time, Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 4. Yes. Which I've never seen this game played. And I don't know, maybe I blanked out at some point, because you told me it's not what I think it is, but it seemed like a very, very, very long escort mission where you're just escorting this girl around. (laughs) No. And... Uh, Ashley's with you
1: sometimes, but not all the time, and it's not all an escort mission. What I was promise you. Like, there was
0: you. The, this is, this was the first game I saw where someone messed up because well, not really messed up it wasn't really his fault he was leading her through a room and the enemy NPCs attacked and she had such low health that when they attacked it killed her yeah so he had to restart that was the first time i ever I ever saw a speeder and are like mess up so I was like oh okay so like yeah. these things do happen
1: yeah
0: um, what did you think of it you oh, so this is yeah. like one of your favorite games of yes. all time so you were probably like.
1: I was blown away because I'm like, because I was like, is he gonna do a similar thing where he just like, you know, cheats and like gets out of bounds and do stuff? There was very little of that in this in this run through. Um, I think he ended up doing it in like an hour and thirty six minutes, and basically he was just literally speed running. He would like run by enemies, not fight anybody. He would you know, shoot them to stun them if he had to, just to, like, get them to pause so he could run run by them. Um, there were these, like, guys with shields that are always really tough, and he would just, like, he knew how to juke them. Like, when they attack, he just dodged back and then run around him. So, like, he did very little combat, and mm. you know, he knew, like, where he had to go to pick up um, grenades and stuff that he would need for, for stuff that he need. but it was just, like, like a literal going as fast as he can, avoiding things, um, Because he knew how to navigate. Because, like, part of Resident Evil 4 is, you know, you got to kill all the enemies so then you can explore the area in peace, like, find, restock your stuff, find the the key to unlock the way out, and do different stuff like that. But he, you know, knew everything that he needed to do. So he was just able to, like, motor through there so fast. And it was just, like, so impressive. I was blown away by, by what he did there. So
0: yeah and i think one of the really because apparently in that game you can tell ashley to like follow stay and all that mm-hmm. and he knew the exact like areas like to a t like where he needed like stay follow stay follow mm-hmm. so he was like using that mechanic a lot and i was like oh that's it's really cool they some of these these people have this dedication to these video games that like they know the quickest way through them like it's that's really cool to see Oh. And
1: and I don't quite understand what he was doing because, like, sometimes he would pick up treasures. But, like, I feel like I never saw him picking up too much money. But, like, every time he got to the merchant, he would have 30,000 pesetas enough to buy a rocket launcher. Because he just, like, kept buying rocket launchers to deal with all the bosses. And that blew me hmm. away. I'm like, where is he getting all this money? Like, I don't see him picking it up. But um, regardless, that's... I learned some new boss fight things there too. There was this one fight where this guy in a barn, um, and usually he like mutates and he's like hanging from the rafters and it's a really long fight and you have to deal with him. And like before he even got to like the hanging part, this guy's just like throwing incendiary grenades at him and like catching on fire just like three or four of those. And then he's dead. And like, it was no boss fight at all. I'm like, shit, I wish I had known that. (laughs) man his first fight in the village that fight took me like hours the first time i played like i didn't think i was going to be able to get through it and continue to play the game because it was so hard and like he just like threw some grenades stunned some people threw another grenade and he was done i was like how did he do that it blew me away so that was a very impressive run
0: uh i think i'm gonna make that written out so like they get these donations and they try to read them out on thing, mm-hmm. but like they're they're so when you when they're doing games on so quick, there's usually the person playing who can talk, and then there's like a couch behind them where people who are like experts at these game will talk, like people who like are known speedrunners of this game, um, and so like they're talking and like every now and then he's like, is it is it alright if I could read donations? <laughs> uh, and they're like, no 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 no, like we need to talk about this part. Yeah. Uh. And then when they're like, okay, like you could probably read some donations, that do you would like read one and then, like look up for approval, like, can I do another? <laughs> and then he'd be like, yeah, like keep going, man. Like there's like 20 minutes of this. Like, let's go. So I felt really bad for that person. Um <laughs> so the next one I had written down was uh, a guy did a speedrun of Halo 2. And I found this really interesting, because you would think, oh, he's gonna play Halo 2, he's gonna use the Master Chief Collection Edition. No, they had an Xbox 360 with halo 2 and there's a reason for this and this is one of the cooler things um, so he pretty much uh, was really using you can use active camo in the game where you can like press x on the controller and make yourself invisible he was really kind of abusing that a lot Um but he also abusing saying which like i didn't know existed but i'm 100% sure i've done this where in halo games if you're near an enemy um, and you melee, it'll give you a lunge where, like, you're gonna about to melee them. Um, so if you do that and enter in a button combo where it's called a melee cancel, you still get the forward momentum so you can launch yourself, like, ac- across the map pretty much. And, like, he would do that every so often, and he was just, like, traversing these maps like it's nothing. Um, there's a grenade jumping where you throw mm-hmm. a sticky grenade on the ground, and then you jump right as it explodes it'll send you flying. So he was using those in tandem.
1: Like junk He was just
0: speeding. Yeah. Like junk rats, junk rats minds. Um, just speeding through these levels. And I was like, Oh my God. Um, there's one boss fight that I remember being really annoying. And I spent like hours trying to defeat this boss where like he, you have to jump on him and melee him. Um, you have to do it five times in order to kill him, but he moves around so fast and he moves every time you jump on him. And like there are these elites that are walking around that can like pretty much one shot you, and I'm like crap. So like, it took me forever to finally get it down. He did it in like no time flat, and I was like, because he had active camo on the entire time, so nothing was fucking with him. And I was like, this sucks. Um, <laughs> so the reason, so like he was like, he's like, there's a reason we're playing on Xbox 360. You remember that? So the reason he does that is because you can get to a, bo- a certain boss fight hit active camo, but also dashboard your Xbox by hitting the Xbox button on the controller. And it will permanently give you active camo for the rest of that level (laughs) because it it like the game freaks out and doesn't know what to do. (laughs) And so he loads back in and he has his camo throughout this entire level and nothing is going near him, but he's just wiping the floor with everything. I was like, damn, that's really good. Like, how did I never know about that? Um, it was really cool. He finished it like under about uh, just about under two hours, maybe a little bit over, and that's one of my favorite One of my favorite games of all time. Like I played that campaign like multiple times uh, when I was younger, so that was really cool. And then this next one, I didn't get to watch it, Sam. So you're gonna have to tell me how was the speed run of Cuphead? It
1: was so weird because like I've watched Cuphead before, and yeah. I feel like when I've watched it before, it's been very clear to me how difficult this game is just watching the way it's going. Um, but like I was, I was pretty close to the tail end of, of this one. Um, but the way this guy was playing it, I don't even understand how he was doing it, but he made the game look super easy. And I'm like, what? Like, cause he wasn't having any problems with it. He would just jump right in there, like get right next to him. All of a sudden the bosses were knocked out and it was over. And I'm like, how is he even doing this? Like, it was just unbelievable. Um, I, I don't know. It, Kind of blew my mind, and then I discovered that I'm not super into Cuphead, um, like when it's played really fast and looks easy. And I got really distracted. I got distracted and didn't watch much of it. So like, I guess I kind of prefer if I'm going to watch Cuphead, which I've enjoyed watching it in the past. Um, like I'd rather see it with an amateur who makes it look as hard as it is, or something. <laughs> I don't know. which sounds weird, uh, but I mean, he was super impressive. He just like was. Motor and right through it. So good for him that takes cool. unbelievable skills
0: Yeah, when uh, Byron was because we've been kind of talking about this on our discord. Um, Byron was like Is that about their speed run cuphead and I was just like I don't it's four hours of speed run like I feel like that's gonna take forever because that game's ridiculously hard But now they they made it look easy apparently. Yeah. So good for them. Um, I think that's going on for it's either till it actually may be over by the time this podcast is out. Who oh, yeah. I don't know how long it lasts. I don't, I don't know how long it um, lasts. But if you can go back and watch any of them, it's really interesting to see. Uh, and it's for a good cause, so that's always important. So go check out Summer Games Done Quick. All right, Cody. so it's been kind of a little... Cody, Cody. What's up?
1: Um, You've been freezing, like, a lot, just, like, almost constantly again. Do you want to try just to fuck. leave the call and come care. back? You don't, I, care? I, I don't if, care? If you don't care, yeah, that's fine. We're good, we're good. We're good.
0: I, okay, we can just do the funny video stuff again.
1: Nope, not gonna do that. That took forever.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> just say you leave the video up. It doesn't matter.
1: Okay.
0: Um. All right. So, three, two, one. Okay. Right. So it's been a kind of a slow news week. So we're just gonna talk about some PS Plus games and Xbox uh with gold games. Um. So leading for July, the PS Plus games we have Heavy Rain and Absolver. For PlayStation 4, for PS3, we have Rayman 3. And Sam, what was that Vita game?
1: I'm so glad you asked, Cody, because it's Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma, which if you'll recall, I talked about this at length on a previous episode because I loved this game so much. So I highly recommend it to anybody who has a Vita. You better go get this game and check it out.
0: Now, now generally, generally, when there's a Vita game, it's also on PS4.
1: Generally, it is. But when I was reading the blog announcement, I think there was some other game, which obviously didn't make our notes because we weren't excited about it. But it was a Vita with PS4 cross cross by,
0: oh, and it did not okay.
1: say that on this one. So, that's why I'm, I'm thinking that that one is probably just Vita. I don't know why they wouldn't include the PS4 version. Yeah. If we're super lucky and it's PS4, then all of you guys better get it, because it's it's, <laughs> it's real good. It's got um, horrible puzzles that I hated, but the story is so cool. So, anyway, it'll be exciting.
0: So, real quick, the two big PS4 games. So, Absolver, I've heard great things about. It's a fighting game mm-hmm. that, like, is really adaptive, apparently. Like, it's really cool. Um, but this, uh, this Heavy Rain game, can we, uh... Can we talk about
1: this for a minute? Yes, let's talk about this for a minute.
0: I feel like they're really pushing the Quantic Dream games down our throats. And I'm not about it. Like, I don't want to play those games. I have no interest in them. Not because they're not good games. I'm sure they are. I just don't want to play them right now. And we've gotten now Beyond Two Souls. Was that last month? That came out uh... in May.
1: Okay, so in May, we got Beyond Two Souls. And now in July, we get Heavy Rain which they're the similar type of game. And I'm just like, I got a little bit, I got a little bit angry about this one, Cody, Um, because like, I, I I understand Detroit become human has just come out and they want to support that. They want to get people excited about it. That's great. So that makes total sense why they would give us beyond two souls right before Detroit came out. Um, But my feeling is, all of these three games are going to be pretty similar and there's play styles. So if you play one, you know what it's about and you know, if you're going to be interested in playing Detroit, there is no reason to give us another game. That's going to be just like that. And in fact, it's getting quite a bit pushy and I'm not, I'm not, I don't approve Cody.
0: Yeah. Um, because like even this this current month is Charles Fusion and XCOM and well, while I'm excited for uh Charles Fusion I'm not even I'm not really that interested in XCOM so I feel like the past three like three months of like big titles for me for PlayStation Plus have kind of sucked and I don't like that I'd like uh you know I like getting a good free game every now and then that I enjoy so
1: well and it should be diverse because not everyone yeah. likes the same type of games so obviously. They're catering to a certain type of gamer right here and people who don't like those games are getting left out. And I just, I don't, I don't like it. I mean, it would be like, like if they gave us FIFA one month and then Madden the next month and I'm like, I don't care about sports games. Why do I want sports games two months in a row? Give me something else. And it just feels like, it feels like Quantic Dream I th- I, have, I guess usually in these situations it would be like PlayStation who's paying the publisher to get their games, but like in this case it feels like Quantic Dreams was paying PlayStation to say hey put our games out there, and I'm like no don't give me something else. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's just I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm excited for Resolver, but like yeah. Heavy Rain just bleh.
1: yeah. i so. I say that. And you said Rayman 3, but let me just say, I played Rayman Legends and it was a lot of fun. So I think you PS3 people are going to enjoy Rayman because I think it'll be a lot of fun. So,
0: All right, Sam, why don't you fill them in about these Xbox games with gold?
1: Okay, so I was like, man, if, if PlayStation's not giving me the goods, I can't wait to see what Xbox has. Maybe they'll have something good for me this month. So um, they have Splinter Cell Conviction, which... I don't know anything about, um, Byron was telling us in discord that it's not his favorite splinter cell because it turns into like a light run and gun. So like when you get, when you sneaking doesn't work, it turns into a gunfight. So he said, I'd probably like it. And I said, yes, I think I would probably like that. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. I like a little light sneaking and then some heavy gunplay. So we'll see what that one's like. And then there's something called Assault Android Cactus, which I had never heard of, but it's a twin-stick shooter. And you know I have a certain fondness for twin-stick shooters these days, so I was excited to see that. I'm definitely going to check that one out. Um, There's Death Squared, which is a puzzle game of some sort, and then Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown, which is a fighter, which, you know, I'm not super excited about those, but you know what? This list of games is pretty diverse, and I approve of that. Um, <laughs> I will say, I will say this. I don't really like Games with Gold and, like, the way they present their games and how you go claim your free games. Uh, PlayStation makes it super easy because, like, you can just go on your computer, on your phone, to the, to the store, and they're all listed right there. And you can just say, pick, 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 get those, and I'm done. Um, the Microsoft store is so hard, like it's, I can usually get the Xbox one game on like my PC and say, I want this, but then like, it usually won't let me get the Xbox 360 game, which doesn't make any sense. And then like, I have to go to my Xbox one and then go to the store and then try to find it and then get it there. And then I also don't like that some of them are only available half the month. And so then you have to remember to go back and get them for the second half of the month. And Cody, you know, I've given many a lecture about you better go claim your free games because what are you doing if you don't? But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this. If you miss out on your Xbox games with gold, I don't think I can hold that against you because <laughs> they do not make it easy to get those. So if you ever miss those, I will not lecture you because good God, it's it's not easy and I don't approve. But do you know what I do approve of Cody? What's that? Um, Game Pass.
0: Yes. So we also got some new Game Pass games coming in July. So. We have Human Fall Flat, which I've been very interested in. Yeah. Uh, We have the awaited arrival of Vermintide 2, Total Warhammer Vermintide 2. That's going to be a lot of fun to try out. We have a cult classic, Fallout 3. So if you uh, weren't liking Fallout 4, maybe Fallout 3 is more your speed. We have Abzu, which is apparently a visually stunning game. So definitely give that a try if you're into those kind of games. And then we have Ultra Scrolls 4 Oblivion let me just say i'm super excited for elder scrolls 4 oblivion because i never got to play that one so i'm definitely going to be giving that one a shot uh sam what from this list excites you
1: well you already know that Vermintide 2 excites the shit out of me i've been talking about that one for a long time i'm super excited about that um but i'm also excited to try human fall flat because um it's like one of those physics-based games Mm -hmm. where you have to, like, make your guy flop around, I think. And it sounds really cool and fun, but I think I'm going to suck at it and probably won't be able to play it for very long. So I never wanted to make the financial investment to buy it because I thought I would suck at it and not play it for very long. So now that it's free, I'm like, yes, I can try it out. Um, And then also I just found it amusing that we had Fallout 4 and Elder Scrolls Fives come to game pass first and then after that we got the older games coming and i was just like "Huh, that's like the reverse way you think it would normally happen so i don't know
0: Oh, uh, it was elder scrolls online not elder scrolls 5
1: is elder scrolls 5 not part of it yeah oh see i'm so into elder scrolls, elder scrolls you guys i know all about Skyrim. it
0: Skyrim. <laughs> uh,
1: okay so that one's yeah. still not on game pass my bad
0: Oh, I didn't make a joke about how I hope humans fall flat. It doesn't fall flat for you, but I couldn't get a joke going. so <laughs> Yeah, so if, uh, yeah. if you have Game Pass, that's a, you only know, $10 a month. You get those cool games. All right, so it's been kind of light on news this week, but we did have some news drops that day. And the best news ever. So Overwatch announced their new hero the tank wrecking ball, AKA Hammond. Yeah. Um, and he's a fucking hamster <laughs> and like a little rolling death ball. Uh, <laughs> so this is really cool. What did you think about it?
1: Oh my God. I got so excited. Cause you know, I like small, cute animals. And so obviously I, I'm, I just love him from the get go. We've heard rumors about Hammond for a while now. Like he'd been mm. mentioned on the lunar colony. And like, I, I know, like, when he was first mentioned, we were like, is he, like, some type of small monkey? Because I, like, I imagined him, like, riding on Winston's back. Or I was like, I think we talked about maybe he was, like, a cat with a jetpack or something. We had all these ideas for what Hammond could be. Never in our wildest imaginations would we have thought he would be a hamster. So, We got to see very little of him. We just had the teaser and then there was like the brief like minute and a half origin story where it was like narrating some stuff about it. But he looks super awesome. Uh
0: so they denounced some stuff about okay. him. Okay. Um so his main attack is he has these big Gatling guns on the side of his uh ball. So those are uh <laughs> Okay, you know what? Uh so that's that. His ultimate ability is he shoots out a bunch of proximity mines and okay. like so he covers an area with mines and they take like about a half second and they arm and then when people walk through they deal a bunch of damage to them cool um, his main like mobility is he turns into a hamster ball yeah. and rolls around and if he builds up enough speed from it he can hit people and knock them back
1: that's awesome
0: and you're, like, you're like bro this, this, well, that sounds amazing right yeah well he also has a grappling hook. Oh, so fuck. he can roll around, grappling hook onto the wall, and build up more speed and just wham in the people and send them flying. My and now God. you're like, well, Cody, that just sounds insane. Well, how could this get any better? <laughs> if he's rolling in the ball of buff people, he can slam down on top of them and knock them up into the air. So this guy is just doing all the crowd control. And then he has... um. He can give himself a shield and you get more shield based on how many enemies are around you. So let's say you're doing the, roll, the rolling ball thing. You grappling hook into a group of people and do the slam. Then you pop the shield. You get like 50 shield per person. So if there's six people in the enemy team. That's a good amount of shielding right there. That's amazing. Um, I think this is really cool. I, there's a lot of complaints. They're like, oh my god, they're going way too crazy with this. We already have a talking gorilla, oh, yeah. a cyborg ninja, cyborg cowboy.
1: And just, like, the robots in general. It. Yeah, no, Get it was great. in general. It was great. We needed um, another animal character. We don't want Winston to be all by himself.
0: Yeah. My only... My only concern is that they're, like, playing us up as he's, like, this cute little, little hamster. But, um, as a lore nerd for Overwatch, I know that Hammond led the revolt that killed Winston's father. Oh. So I... I'm like, well how the hell are you guys making this okay? Like let's let's sit down and talk about this personally. So we'll see. Right now well, me and Hammond, we got beef.
1: Okay. Um in the little trailer origin thing, it uh He's, showed him going to Junkertown. So Yeah,
0: and you see the queen of Junkertown, which people think is eventually gonna be a character, so
1: okay. So yeah. I mean he seems like, you know, he gets into some trouble. Um so I don't know. I think it's it's awesome. I'm excited to yeah. see him if he's like... he's,
0: a... he's a tank by the way. I don't yeah. know if I said that He said
1: that yeah. Um, I really hope that he has I hope that he talks and I hope that he has a nice voice because I do not want him to have a chipmunk voice because I think that would be kind of annoying. I mean, I know are you expecting
0: an him not to? But I don't know what you're expecting at the moment. I,
1: I mean, I I feel like it would be natural for him to have a little chipmunk voice, but I really wish he would not, because um, I I think it might annoy me. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I'm. I,
0: don't know. I do like the like. Uh, so there's that shot where Diva is like lounging about on the back on top of mm-hmm. her mech, like blowing a pop uh, bubblegum bubble gum mm-hmm. bubble, and. So apparently Hammond also has a similar one where he's like sitting on top of his uh, mech ball like that, but like chewing a sunflower seed or something. Yeah. And I find that's really cute. Like they're like mocking it that way. Um, um, he I, is. cohort
1: I I would be a okay with it if he's like a little jerk, like if he's an asshole. I imagine he is. Like that would be fantastic. I would love it.
0: Huh. He's on the PTR right now, so if you have uh, Overwatch on PC, you can. Oh my goodness.
1: I'm going to download the PTR just for this so that I can play him as soon as possible.
0: Uh, We should also make note that Overwatch had a very big update uh, just the other day, and they introduced a looking for group where you can now look for, say, you're a tank player, so you need some DPS and healers to come with you. You can now look for those. And there's also a commendation um thing where now at the end of the game if you match with people you can give them commendations based on uh like say they're good at sportsmanship they're really good teammate or they are a good leader um so you can give that and you can also give it to the other team for sportsmanship so like if you see a guy who like could be toxic to you but chose not to be you can give them a sportsmanship thing and so every put now everybody you see has a little circle above them and it shows you how much, how many accommodations uh, they've gotten for each one because they're color coded. That's cool. so. That's yeah, it's really good. Um, it kind of, and like people are like, well, this promotes being fake nice. But like, no offense, I would prefer fake nice to toxicity any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, do you have anything else to add, Sam?
1: Um, I was just going to mention there was also an update to Symmetra, which I haven't played <laughs> yet. Um but I had read an article about it that I thought was interesting just because it, it shared a viewpoint that I had not, would not have thought of. Um, and so the way Symmetra's power used to work was she just had this beam and you just kind of you know aim in the general direction and it would lock onto enemies so you didn't have to do any serious aiming. Uh, but now they're changing her abilities so that it does need to be more targeted and it's more like a Zarya beam. Uh, and so there was this article about how people who have accessibility issues who maybe are physically unable to do the the tight mechanics of like lock doing perfect aiming like they liked overwatch because it offers characters where you don't have to do that it's a different kind of fps where there are other types of players you can play so if that's not your best skill set you still are able to contribute to the team Uh, and so symmetra was one of those characters where people who had issues like that would still be able to play and contribute well so they were kind of upset that 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 it has become more of a a aim skill-based uh character now um so now like the ones that are left that don't require as much aiming would be like mercy winston and uh, brigitte's main attack so it was just an interesting thing to think about because you know people who are are physically able to to manage a mouse precisely to get the kind of aiming that you need for for like typical fps stuff um we just like wouldn't realize what this change might mean, and it seems like you know Overwatch tries to be really inclusive and and wants everyone to be able to play their game and have characters that you use different abilities and different types of things to make it easier for people to play. So it's just like kind of like a an interesting thing to think about if this was just like an oversight where you know that wasn't really something that they considered, or you know if in the future as they're getting more. Uh, characters added if they're going to add more that require less precise aiming to make make it easier for people with accessibility issues so i don't know It was just something interesting to think about it's interesting to see like what hammond's skill set will be if how much precise aiming he's going to need or you know this might be a character that would help make up for that with his just like crashing into crowds and stuff so that could be cool
0: could be cool yeah yeah Yeah, so that's that's a very good uh Way to look at the game. Um, I would also throw Moira in there because you can just hold a button and her thing goes everywhere. Yeah. Um, And our last piece of news. They announced a Halo TV show is coming to Showtime. And I am super excited for this. (laughs) Now, I think the easy answer here is we're getting a TV show about the Master Chief. But I would like to propose that instead of doing that, and before I say this, I know not that much about Star Trek and not that much about Battlestar Galactica, but I would propose instead of following the Master Chief, let's follow another team of Spartan soldiers and let's just go explore that galaxy, man. Let's hop on a ship and just go save some like, random people from elites and save people from the Flood and the Covenant. Like, Let's do this. Like, that's what I would prefer. I know we're probably getting the Master Chief show, <laughs> it would be, be cool no matter what I'm excited for this I know they talked about this for a long time it was like 2013 oh, when wow. they brought up like a Steven Spielberg TV show and I was like what um, but you know this is cool um, They announced some of the people who are leading it I don't know who they are but I'm sure it's in good hands I trust this Like it's going to Showtime will be, which will be cool um, and Showtime has an app which is important to me because yeah. I don't have cable so. yeah that's cool um, Sam do you have any thoughts on this
1: Um, I mean, my biggest thought right now is you should go back and watch Battlestar Galactica because it is fantastic. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, really. Um,
0: There's like a like a list of like TV shows I want to go back and watch. I'm sure you're about to show me something. Battlestar Galactica.
1: Oh, don't look at all my clothes there, but there's my Battlestar Galactica poster. Um, because I love it.
0: That was weird. Um...
1: That's not underwear. Those are shorts and pants.
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) It's like, I really want to watch Buffy, and I really want to watch Battlestar Galactica, and I really want to finish Twin Peaks, because I started it and got, like, halfway through. Um, There's X-Files, which I was, like, three seasons in on. Okay, don't you just X-Files. I want to believe. Thank you. It's it's Um, okay.
1: It's just not... It doesn't rank. Like, I highly approve of your Buffy and Battlestar Galactica. Those at the top two. I'm... Go for those first.
0: Being honest, like, X-Files is, like, the top Um, two. I want to believe Dude, I love Scully and Mulder. It's the best. I
1: I loved X-Files when it was on. uh, But I just... I don't know. The later seasons weren't as good. And then, like, I just don't have a desire to go back. But... Reasonable. It's a good show.
0: So, yeah. That's the news. Uh, news. There are some other small things that happened. But, like, nothing that really piqued our interest. So... um, But we did put out a call for questions. Because there's not been a lot of news. So we did a couple, get a couple of those from our community.
1: And I feel like we've been talking for a really long time, so I feel like maybe we should just do like two questions and then save some for later. If you want.
0: Yeah, like we we can uh, have a little backlog of questions, so we can do this yeah. like every other week. All right. So I think we should go for the first two questions we actually got asked, okay. and then we'll go in order. All right. So our good friend Alejandro re- out and says what is a game that you disliked at first but now that you like similar to how Sam disliked The Last of Us but now likes it so he would like another example
1: I mean to be Um, fair he said love not like but that's fine
0: oh sorry if you want to cheapen
1: his emotions
0: um the first one that comes to mind for me is Halo Reach because I was beta tester for that game and I bought that game on Xbox 360 and I loathed my time with it (laughs) and now I loved it
1: Wait, 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 wait. So did you loathe it during the beta and then you went ahead and bought it anyway? Yeah.
0: Oh, well, Because, wow. like, here's the thing. I'm, I I was a bleeding Halo <laughs> fanboy. Like, Halo 3 was the greatest game of all time for me. And so, like, they were like, oh, we're changing things up with Halo Reach. So, like, me and my buddies, because I was in a Halo clan, Team Method for Life, you guys remember, Um, I even changed my gamertag for... To TXM, which is our logo for Team Method, and I named myself Monstar. Don't ask. (laughs) Monster. It was an embarrassing time. Um, like Monstars from Space Jam. I love that movie.
1: Um, I never watched it.
0: Okay, let's not. We're not gonna go down that hole. We're not gonna go down it because, good God, I could yell at you right now. Anyways, so my team and I, we got on Halo Reach. And I hated it. I was like, this is stupid. Why do I have a sprint button? This is not Call of Duty. This is Halo. Um, why is this... Why do Why are the why is the, the reticle exploding? Why is why do I have bloom? Like, what is this? Hated it. Hated the beta. Like, we all trash-talked it. We went to the forums, and we were like, no, this is terrible. This is gonna, like, ruin Halo. We still all bought the game, though. So I hated it. But now, <laughs> I own it on uh, Xbox... Xbox backwards compatibility and i really love it like it's a lot of fun like i've played i play a game every other week now and like it's just a lot of fun so um the other game i could really think of was uh when i first played arc survival evolved oh. i liked it but i quickly was like i'm not having fun mm-hmm. and now i'm playing a lot of it like um we moved from uh we were on an island or a server called ragnarok it was this huge like biome of like like multiple islands connected together and now we move to a smaller thing called just the island okay. and i'm having a lot more fun like uh i think one of my biggest complaints with the game was i was just like mooching off of the people who knew what they were doing mm-hmm. and instead i'm like no i'm gonna go like do my own thing and so like i have made myself a house and i'm getting ready to start train like taming a bunch of bears because i want a bear army <laughs> i'm gonna name them after famous characters like Pooh and Paddington and Klondike and all that. So (laughs) what about you, Sam? Any other games that you disliked at first, but now love?
1: Yeah. So I've got a couple, um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I, I know I got it and I tried it and I just didn't like it. I couldn't get into it at Mm -hmm. all. And I'm not really sure what made me go back and try. It might've been like, this was like PS3 and, like I was just getting introduced to like online gaming because my friend Daniel had this game as well. And so we bought these like teeny little headsets that were like so flimsy and cheap, but we were like going to play together and like play the multiplayer. Although I remember hating playing the multiplayer with him because I was like so bad at it and didn't know what I was doing. So I don't really recall if that was in my initial playthrough when I hated it or if I like, if that's what helped me come back and try it again. And then I ended up getting into it. But for whatever reason, at some point, I decided to try it again. And perhaps I had just like, become a better gamer by the time I tried it again. But then like it started to click, and I understood it. And then I really loved that game, and I had a ton of fun with it. Um, so that was one. And then, oddly enough, Overwatch, when I first got it, it did not click right away for me. I, hmm. I had a lot of trouble with it because I was like who are all these characters how do you play as them how do i pick which one i should play as and then like until you learn the maps it was very disorienting for me to like die and like be back at spawn and have to like find my way all the way back up to the front again even though i know it's marked where it is but you know me and navigating it's not good so like i would have a ton of trouble like just figuring out what was going on and, like, I was like, man, did I did I make a mistake buying this game? Because it was, like, $60. It was a full price. This was still in my, like, early days of PS4 when, like, I balked at, like, spending much that much money on games. Um, but then, like, actually... I listened to, like, talking games, talking about Overwatch, and I know they were talking about a couple of characters, one of which was Lucio, which I've got my Lucio shirt on today, Um, so that's exciting. But they were just talking about, like, how to play him and how he was a good character, and I was like, okay, let me go play Lucio, and then, like, it's kind of started to click from there, and, like, I got a pool of characters that I was good playing with. I figured out all the maps and like how to navigate and it finally just clicked for me and it became like one of my favorite games of all time. But it just, uh, it took quite a bit to warm up to that game. So, yeah.
0: And I mean, it probably helped that you met your best friend with, through that game, right?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Shout out to overwatcher starting geek art games. (laughs) It brought us together. It did. Like, um, all right, and our other question for the day we have from our friend Byron. He asks, "What is your most disliked game, and what is the reason you dislike it?" Um, I racked my brain on this one because I feel like I could come at some people right now, and I think I've decided. Some I'm going people to do being that. me? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, some people uh, in our Discord. Um, oh snap! I really dislike Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Like, all last year, people were like, it's game of the year, it's game of the year. I'm like, have y'all played Horizon Zero Dawn? What are y'all talking about? Um, Like, I tried. I really did try. Like, I got, like, multiple hours in that game. I was about to start trying to fight one of the Divine Beasts, and, like, I just feel like that is the most unrewarding game to me like i was never getting anything good from it like i would yeah. finish these shrines and like i wouldn't get anything cool like you get like you can freeze water and throw bombs and but like the constant oh your bow broke oh your sword broke oh your shield broke like i was like well, what's the fucking point of me going and getting this stuff if it's just gonna break like it's not a fun mechanic to me
1: and the stamina
0: oh and stamina is the worst mechanic ever like grr. um <laughs> and like I made this comment in our discord and like, I, if you like Zelda Breath of the Wild, good for you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. This is just me personally. Um, I would go out in the world. I'm like, well, I'll just ride around and like find cool stuff to do. No, no, like there's, there's enemies to go fight. Sure. But guess what? I'm just getting something's going to break in 20 minutes. Like who cares? I don't even care. Um, and then the blood moon rises and they're all back. (laughs) Forgot about that. They're all back. So what was like, and there's like some quest to go get some crickets and like, <laughs> <sighs> I need, to, I need to calm down for a second. Yeah. If you like that game, I'm happy for you. That is just a game. I just like, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy how much praise it got. Um, Cause I do feel like because horizon zero dawn and it launched so close together, people just really forgot like what horizon zero dawn did Mm-hmm. and that bothered me a lot yeah um because red and zero dawn is one of my favorite games of all time i think the story is so beautiful Aloy as a character is going to define a generation of, uh video gamers so what about you sam
1: um so i i was trying to think of an answer and i was like well i've got the easy one that would be mean to cody but i don't think that's actually my answer oh
0: no, come on come on
1: <laughs> no just say easy. it
0: don't go into detail (laughs) just say just come on it's this is not not my answer it's
1: not my answer but like my initial thing was monster hunter world but that's not my answer because that's
0: not i realize that's not not for everybody
1: um but like for me i feel like in general the opposite of liking something is more apathy than me like to dislike something and like have strong feelings about it it has to do something like real bad like i have to like be angry and hold a grudge. Um, And so I was trying to think of something that, like, I really dislike. Because most of the time, if I don't like it, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine, I don't care, it's not for me. Um, So I was trying to think back. And so the thing I came up with that, like, really upset me is Resident Evil 6. Because this one... Just like felt like a betrayal um, because I loved Resident Evil 4 so much, and then I loved Resident Evil 5. I still love that one so much. And then to get to 6 and be like super excited because it's like, you know, there's a new Resident Evil coming out. It's going to be fantastic. I'm just, I'm so excited. I can't wait. And then to get into it and just to not like it so much. It was such a disappointing game. It felt like Call of Duty, like, they were just, like, trying to be all action all the time, which is not what a Resident Evil game is, and I was just, like, I was so upset by that. I just, I I was like, am I ever gonna, like, get a Resident Evil that I love again? Um, so, I, I'm gonna say that that is my one that I dislike the most, because, like, it hurt the most, like, I, I cared for the franchise so much that that one, like, really just stuck it to me. I was like, man. So I was also afraid that you were going to say your answer was resident evil seven.
0: <laughs> Thinking, <game>, Like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm trying or I'm really trying with it, but I'm like, I'm about to like throw my controller at a <laughs> wall. Cause I get so frustrated. Uh, I've been stuck on one section for Which section? two weeks now. Uh, you go down in the basement and you're in, it's the first time you see the like weird fungal monster dudes yeah and i get to the boiler room and there's a locked door and i don't know how to get through it like i need a key but where's the key i don't know and like when you die it gives you like the hint but the hint is always go get the shotgun but when you get the shotgun the door closes behind you and i know you need oh you have to get the broken shotgun
1: in order to get the other shotgun um
0: yeah I don't, and I don't know where the broker check in so
1: we can take this offline i can try to help you out if you want you don't have to play it cody sure. if you if you need to if you're i'm liking, trying no it been fun i'm trying because I'm, okay. I'm having
0: fun i like being scared so like i've <laughs> loved that bit to it but no. um but yeah so that's okay. sorry that's been the show's week yeah so remember you guys can leave us a review on iTunes. ITunes. iTunes iTunes Uh iTunes and all the other podcast services you use we greatly appreciate it if you do if it could be five stars we would love it even more so thank you if you uh, I actually haven't checked if we have any reviews I should really get on that um, so if you have left us a review thank you so much we appreciate it yeah Um, if you'd like to reach out to us and give us some more questions because now we have a backlog of them,
1: yeah
0: Um. You can hit us up at contact at geekheartgames.com. Um, also be tuning into geekardgames.com next week. I'll have a new, a new article going up. Um, I don't know what I'm writing yet, so be on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter, we are at Um If you would like to buy a t-shirt of ours, it is geekartgames.com slash shirt or shirts, which either one you want to do um thank you if you bought a shirt we greatly appreciate it um that does go to support us so thank yeah. you our youtube channel you can reach at keycartgames.com slash youtube where you can watch our two guardian series um and we will have the uh what is the word i'm looking for
1: the next series
0: what are you i don't know what you're. the next about. series um <laughs> the replay of Killing Floor okay. 2 stream we did, archive yeah. of Killing Floor 2 stream we did, and the archive of our community night going up next week. So be on yeah. the lookout for that. Uh, if you, it's too late to know this, but if you want to be watching the next community night, um, go to twitch.tv slash Games, and you can watch us stream there. Um, I'm just messing this all up. <laughs> uh, if fine. you'd like to join us in Discord, where well, we were talking about all the things, this is why I don't like Jared Leto. Um, it is is slash discord. He's going to be a terrible Morbius the Living Vampire. Jesus and, Christ.
1: And I've determined that Cody is too young to understand how cool Jared Leto, I can't say his last name, but how cool he was in my so-called life. So,
0: Anyways, if you would like to reach out to me personally, I'm at, at Comic book Cody on Twitter. Sam.
1: I'm at S K S U V A K.
0: So yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh really good show. I feel like we got a lot done. So uh Cody found out he's really excited for Captain toad treasure tracker. I don't know why I just announced myself in the third person. Can I do an entire podcast like that, do you think? No,
1: I don't think so.
0: Cody really liked Hollow Knight. Cody thought the first boss of Hollow Knight was no, a lot of fun. no no, nope, nope. it Stop. gets annoying. I can feel it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Once again, thank you so much from the bottom of our geek hearts. We appreciate you, Sam. Take it away.
1: We're just two geeks who art games. Do 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 do
0: yeah. Sam, I want to like commend you for how far your dutes have come since the first episode or second episode and when you first did them. Like there, there's some good dutes. You have got the dutes power behind you. I believe in it.
1: You know, I'm I'm just like you know. Going along now, so that when I That's good. really Thank go you. off, it'll be surprising and, and fun.
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone.